The last thing we are discussing was a person is allowed to send to his friend on Yom Tov gifts that are ready to be used on Yom Tov. And we talked about uh, food, then we talked about clothing. And we said Kilayim, and we try to understand what Kilayim, what's use for Kilayim on Yom Tov. And we ended up explaining that we're talking about hard felt that doesn't really do the job of clothing. It doesn't warm you up. There's no real benefit. She says you could sit on it. Tosfot says you could even wear it. And with that, we are starting Tet Vav Amud Aleph, three lines in, where it says in the beginning of the line, Amar Af Papa. Af Papa says, Ardalayin en bahem mishum kilayim. This Ardalayin is a type of sock that you wear over the shoe, meaning your body doesn't get any real Hana'a from it. Therefore, he says it's Mutar. And this bundle where you put the coins in, in that I guess that bag, that sack, doesn't have a kilaim, even though you're putting it on your lap, because the money makes the cloth is very strong and doesn't warm you up, you have no benefit. But if it's a bag that you put the seeds on it, there is a problem with kilaim because the seeds are not so strong and they're not going to harden the cloth. So that you could have Hana'af from the cloth, and therefore there's a pound kilayim. Ravashi Amar, both of them, and by Mishum kilayim, because the fish and their chimum bikach, nobody warms themselves up like that. You put the, a bag of money or seeds in your lap, that's not the way you warm yourself up. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Avalo Sandal HaMisumar, you now sent to your friend a spiked shoe. Sandar Misumar Maitamalo, why we now send it? Mishum Maase Shehaya. Because of the story that happened, we know the famous story in Masechet Shabbat of Samech, where people were uh, hiding in a cave and someone's shoe made noise that there was the enemy and they ended up killing each other. So Hachamim were Gozer, no spiked shoe on Shabbat. So we got that. Amar Abayes, Sandar Misumar Asrulin Naolo, Mutadatatilo. Abayes said, You're not allowed to wear it, but you're allowed to pick it up because at the end of the day, it is considered clothing, it is considered a keli, it's not mukze. And the Gemara explains, Asrulin Naolo Mishum Masashaya, you're not allowed to wear it because of the story that happened. Mutadatatilo, you're allowed to pick it up, because we learned in our Mishnah, and Mishal Hin, you're not allowed to send on Yom Tov the, the, the spiked shoe. Now, the Isal Kalatakasur Tatilov, you're not allowed to carry it because the Mukse, Hashtal Tal Tudasur, if you're not allowed to touch it, Mishal Hemi Bai, do you even have to bring up the case of sending it? Ella, you're allowed to touch it, but you're not allowed to send it. Velomina Al Shenotaf, we learned in the Mishnah that you're not allowed to send a shoe that is not sewn, Popshita, well, obviously you can't use it, it's nothing. So the Gemara says, Lonitzrecha, no, we're coming to teach that the Afalgav Denakit Besicha, even though it's attached with pins, it's still asur to sell Yom Tov because nobody usually wears it that way. And we learned the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Af Lavan, you can't send a white shoe. Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda Matir Bashahor, Rabbi Yehuda allows sending a black shoe, Veoseh Belavan, it doesn't allow a white shoe being sent. Because you need a lump of black chalk to color it. Rabbi Yehuda Bashahor, why me finish Because you have to polish the leather. Velopligan, Rebiosi and Rebiuda are not arguing because more kiatre or more kiatre. Each one had a different manhag the way the shoes worked. Meaning, deatre de more in the place of Rebiuda, bisrale tahat, the area of the leather where the hide, the skin used to be, the meat used to be, that goes to the inside towards the body, and the hairy part goes outside, and therefore they didn't have to polish it. They just uh, had to make it black, and then it was uh, you could use it, and you could wear it as a shoe. 
And Beatre Demo in the place of Rabbi Yossi, Bisra Le'el, the area of the leather where the meat used to be facing, that's towards the outside, and therefore you have to polish it. Meaning, even after you colored it black, you still have to polish it to, to straighten it up because a lot of holes over there and you have to flat it up. So they're really not arguing. Next, we learn the Mishnah, anything that you decorate yourself with, you wear it, you try to look good with it on Yom Tov, you're allowed to send it. And Rav Sheshat allowed the Hachamim to send Tefillin to one another on Yom Tov. And Amar Le Abaya, but he told them, But then we learn, Anything that you wear on Yom Tov, you're allowed to send it, meaning only if you're allowed to use it today. That Tefillin you're allowed to wear on Yom Tov. So he, t- he t- explained to them, no, this is what the Mishnah really meant. Anything that you wear during Hall, you're allowed to send it on Yom Tov. So I'm allowed to send it tefillin. So Abaye said, you know what, tefillin, then once we're on the subject, we'll talk, we'll give a nice halacha about it. If a person is walking and the sun is coming down, and the problem is, if you take it off, you're going to carry, then you cover it with your hand, you cover the tefillin with your hand, so no one would seize you with the tefillin on, and until you get to your house. But if you're in the Beit Midrash, in a place, in a, meaning somewhere far away from the city, and if you you take off your tefillin, it's a, it might get stolen. Tefillin berosho vekadash alav ayom, and tefillin's on your head, and the, the, the Shabbat's coming. Then maniach yado alen lebeto until you get to your house. Tosfot doesn't believe both cases are talking about the Arab Shabbat. Therefore, he explained the the second case where it's talking about the person sitting in midrash is talking about Arab Shabbat. The first case is talking about. Yom Hall, a person who's walking uh, in the middle of the street, that's talking about Hall. Either way, Mativ Rav Huna Bered Ravika. Rav Huna Bered Ravika asks a question from a Baita. We have a Baita that says, Hayaba Badir Hutfilin Beroshovik Kadash Alava Yom. Person walking on the white, feeling his head, Shabbat's coming. Manih Yadalin, cover it with your hand. Achimagal the Baita at Samukh Homan. So you get to the house that is closest to the wall of the city. I mean, and Hayayo Shev Bebet Amidash, Vekadash Alavayim, same thing, Yenabin Midrash, Shabbat's coming, Maniah Yado Alehem, Achimagal Lebait Samuch Lebet Amidrash, until you get to the house nearest to the Bet Amidrash and leave it over there. Meaning, don't bring it home, leave it uh, to the, the first safe area. So the grand says, La Kashia, no, there's no contradiction between the bright thought. Hadimitera, Hadimitera depends. If I leave it in that house that is near the shul, near the the, the, oh, the wall of the city, if it's protected, then great, leave it there. If it's not protected, then take it home. So the Gemara says, If we're talking about a case where it's not protected, what I care about is head. Even if you found it on the floor, you're allowed to wear it and bring it uh, home. If a person finds filin anywhere in the street, you bring it into the city, bring it home one pair at a time. The Gemara says, no, it's, not a, it's still not a contradiction. The Braita that says bring it only to the house that's near the wall or near the shul. If it's protected, that means uh, thieves won't come in, dogs won't come in and, and ruin it, steal it. But, but if it's protected only from dogs but not protected from thieves, meaning someone would come and steal it from there, therefore Abaya allowed you to take it all the way home. 
So the, now, what's the whole Hidush over here? Mahudetema, I would have said, Rov, the Fistim, Israel, you know, most of the thieves out there are Jews. They're not going to steal it. They're not going to protect them. Therefore, you could uh, leave them in that, that house right by uh, the Bet Midrash, right outside the city. And you don't have to bring it all the way home. Kamash Malan, you still have to worry and you still have to bring it home. And the summary would be as follows. If the tefillin's on a person's head, then he's allowed to bring it home, even if we're only worried it's going to be stolen and there's no bizayon. But when the tefillin are on the floor, you're allowed to take it one pair at a time because it's 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 not nice that there's a bizayon of the tefillin. And based on this, most of the Rishonim explained that whenever there's a hashash, of bizayon tefillin, for example, most of the thieves are goyim and they're going to ruin the tefillin. Therefore, you're allowed to wear it and bring it in. There's no problem with that. Hadran alach betza. Now we are starting the second perik of Masechet betza, which is going to talk about cooking on Yom Tov for Shabbat, Ayruf Tavshilin, and so on. And the Mishnah starts Yom Tov Shehaliot Ayruf Shabbat. Yom Tov happens to be on a Friday. from Yom Tov to Shabbat. However, you're allowed to cook for Yom Tov today. If you have leftovers, you could leave it over for Shabbat. And the Mishnah explains thus, and a person makes a dish for from before Yom Tov, and you rely on that dish Le Shabbat for Shabbat, meaning that will let you cook from Yom Tov to Shabbat, because you already started preparing. That's the Iruv of here that you already started preparing from before. Bet Shemai Omrim, the Iruv that preparation has to be Shnei Tavshilin two dishes. Bet Ilel Omrim Tavshilehad. You could even be one dish. Veshavin both agree. Bedago Betzashalav. If it's a fish with a egg on top of it. Shehen Shnet that considered two dishes. Achalo, let's say a person ate out of the Shlin, Oshavad, or it got lost. You cannot use it to cook on it for Shabbat. But if anything was left over from it, then you could rely on it for Shabbat. And the Gemara starts by trying to understand where did Hachan get the idea that you're supposed to do an Aruf Tashlin, or where they get the idea of the Asmacha. That you're supposed to do Ayruf Tavshilim. Ama Shemuel, because the Amar Keraz, you have to remember the Shabbat to keep it holy. You have to remember the Shabbat from something that makes you forget it. What makes you forget it? The Yom Tov right before it. Everyone's so involved with Yom Tov, you're going to forget Shabbat. Therefore, you have to do something to remember it. My Tama, so why did Hachamim be metaken Ayruf Tavshilim? Amarava, Kedeh. Rabbi, explanation. We want you to prepare something good to eat for Yom Tov and Shabbat. This way you remember it both ways. Rabbi She'amar, he explains it differently. We want people to know that you know how to cook from Yom Tov the Shabbat unless you're already prepared from before the holiday. And therefore, therefore, if I can't cook from Yom Tov the Shabbat, of course I can't cook from Yom Tov to Hol. And Tanan. 
And we have a Mishnah. You can make a dish and rely on it for Shabbat. Who says we don't we want to tell people that you're not a cook from Yom Shabbat? Now understand why you have to do this from Erev Yom Tov. Yom Tov, and there you can't cook on Yom Tov. You can't do that preparation on Yom Tov. About about who it, to him it's all about making sure you have a nice uh, dish for Shabbat. Also, so what I care about, why do you have to do with Ma'ariv Yom Tov? I feel it'll be Yom Tov Nami. Make the Ayruv even uh, on Yom Tov or before the Sa'udah of Yom Tov. And this way you'll remember Shabbat. And okay, and, and fits in perfectly. Why do you have to do Ma'ariv Yom Tov? So the explains, you're right. However, a person might forget. Meaning if he doesn't do it Ayruv Yom Tov, on Yom Tov he'll get busy and he'll forget. And we have Vitana who brings it as Macha for Ayruv Tashilin from this Pasuk. It says uh, Shabbaton, Shabbat, Kodesh la Hashem, Mahar, et asher tofu, efu. Whatever you're going to bake, bake. If et asher tofu, cook, bashelu, cook. Meaning, the Torah could have wrote, just cook today, bake today. But what's uh, whatever you're going to cook, cook, bake, bake. Mikana maribil azar, en ofin, ela ala afui. You could only uh, bake for tomorrow on what you already baked from yesterday. You can only cook to, for tomorrow, whatever was cooked yesterday. So meaning, because the words were not so clear, and over here, were so to make an Ayruv Dashilin, meaning whatever you're going to cook for Shabbat started already on the Thursday. Or it's only on, uh, you're only relying on what you cooked on Thursday. Antan Rabbanan. Ma'ase beribili aizer shaya yoshev vidoresh kol hayom kulo bilchot yom tov. There was a story once where Rabbi Aizer was giving a class on ilchot yom tov the entire yom tov day. Yatsta katrishona. The first group of people were hungry, they left the class. Amar halalu ba'ale fitasin. These were people with large jugs, large barrels, and that they prepared for them to eat, and then they're in a rush to go eat, and they're, they're, they're just in a rush to eat. They're, they're worried about themselves, they don't care about Torah. Now the second group comes out. These guys are smaller barrels. Now the third group comes out. These guys are smaller jugs. Fourth group. These people are jars. Then the then The fifth group comes out. These guys are cups. The sixth group comes out. These guys are cursed. Because because of them, the Bet Midrash is becoming empty. Now he looks at whoever is left. Their face started changing. They're getting embarrassed. They thought uh, maybe we're the ones who are cursed. I'm talking about the people who left. They're leaving Talmud Torah, which is the, the life forever. We're only worried about life for right now, which is the Sauda. When the class finally finished, he told them, Go eat fatty foods, drink sweet things, and send gifts to no end. Because the Simcha of Hashem is your power. 
How could you say that they're leaving Haye Olam and, and only dealing with Haye Sha'a, with these earthly things? It's a mitzvah. So Rabbi Le'ezer, Rabbi Le'ezer holds, he has an opinion, it's optional, it's not a mitzvah. Learning Torah is more important. Detanya, Rabbi Le'ezer Omer, a person could do one of two things on Yom Tov. Eat, drink, or sit and learn Torah. Meaning one or the other. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Halakeo split it. Half enjoy to learn Torah, and the other half have Yisra'udah. Amar Bihanan, Ushneem, Mikra, Hadashu, both Rabbi Le'ezer and Rabbi Yeshua both were the original same Pasuk. Katu v'had Omer, Atzeret l'Hashem Eloecha, Da'atzeret, the holiday of Shavuot is for Hashem. V'chatu v'had Omer, Atzeret t'yeh l'achem, for you. Ha'ketzad, what's going on? Rabbi Le'ezer, Savar, Okul l'Hashem, Okul l'Hashem, it's either or, either all to Hashem, all to you, pick one. Rabbi Yeshua, Savar, Halakeo, split up, Hatzio l'Hashem, Hatzio l'Hashem, half and half. Now, the Gemara is going to go into that Pasuk that we said before, and it said, My le'en nachon lo. It says, Send gifts le'en nachon lo. So, Amar of Hasda, To someone who didn't do an Iruv Tavshilin. Send them gifts so you have what to eat. Ikadem ransom say, a person who was so busy and he couldn't do Erev Tavshilin. For example, he lost something, he's looking after it, he had to go to, to the hospital with something, or he was he came late from work, whatever the case was. This person was at home doing nothing and he, he should have done Erev Tavshilin, and he didn't do it, he's negligent, and there's no mitzvah to send him anything. Okay, so what's the rest of the Pasuk? My... Hashem told Israel, Banai, borrow money for me, and make the day Kadosh. Trust me, and I'm going to pay you back. For a person wants to make sure nobody steals his land, Plant an eder tree. It's a nice hashuv tree. It's very tall. Everyone's going to know it's your land. No one's going to claim it's his land because everyone's going to be talking about it. Shinemar adir b'marom Hashem adir eder. You see, it's something hashuv. Inami, or you could say idra kishme idra. Just what it's called. Kidamrein shalik people say my idra. What's idra? Dekaymal dare dare. It lasts many generations. And Tanya Miyachi, and same, we have a bright like that. Sadeh sheyesh ba eder enan exelt. A sadeh, a field that has an eder tree, doesn't get stolen because everyone knows it's yours and no one's going to take it. Ve'enan nechmeset, and no one's going to force their way into ta- into buying it from you. Meaning they're going to just give you the money and send you out without your permission. Uferotea mishtamrin. The fields, uh, fruits get uh, get uh, watched over. They get protected because people usually put this eder at uh, the side of the the field where and they use it as a gate. So now you know no one's just uh, popping in. And Taneh Rav Tachlifa Ahua de Rabnai Hosea Rav Tachlifa, the brother of Rabnai Hosea. It says, Anything a person is going to make the following year, the Shamaim figures out what you're going to make that year from Roshana to Yom Kippur. 
except chutz meotzat Shabbatot, whatever you're going to spend on Shabbat, veotzat Yom Tov, on Yom Tov, veotzat Banav letamut Torah and tuition. Sheim pachat pachatin lo. If you spend less, then they give you less. Veim hosif, and if you added, mosifin they're going to add. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve amen.